Okay, Brandy, if you can, can you jump on into the slides and instead of showing the slideshow, give me the slides on the left and I'll make do with it. Uh, there's an issue with formatting and we're going to keep this going. I simply right. can't read the entire slide. So what, what we'll have to do is we'll have to look at the format. Instead of looking at slideshow, I'll simply read the slides from the left and whatever shows in the slideshow shows. Okay. All right. All right, Jack. And then we'll be done. And then we'll be done. We can take all the written content that you've already expertly prepared and include it in on the course. That'll be fine. But right <laughs> now, I can't, I can't read the slide. So uh, for whatever reason, go ahead and just talk about it and I will provide my responses. Okay, I know awesome. we're talking about salary history. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So we're on salary history. The first bullet point is postpone discussing your salary history as a long as long as possible. Next bullet is discuss your salary history in future terms. If I stayed at my organization in the current position, I am in the value of my compensation package would be. Okay, let's stop right there. This is what I'm going to say. When I'm in a negotiating mode or in a salary history mode, I'm not going to use words like if, and I'm not going to... And I'm not going to play games with the individual group or company and organizational personnel that I'm negotiating with. Well, if it rained tomorrow, would I be receiving my annual bonus on time? If I bought a blue car instead of a red one, would I get closer parking to the building? I don't do if. How about that? I'm not going to provide a group of individuals who are negotiating with good faith, playing games with them by using the word if. It's it's. I'm just simply going to go in there and discuss the things that are important to me and obtain a commensurate salary that goes along with my experience levels. That's it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to burden people uh, in a professional setting with words like if. Uh, do you understand that, Brandy? Yes, I do. I actually was going to actually say something to that because I felt like if was kind of, you know, so I had to let you throw your little piece in, but I definitely feel like if wasn't the right word because then you're giving them an ultimatum. You're not really going in there and saying, hey, I'm valued at this. You're saying if you give me this, you know, you're not really saying, okay, you know, I just feel like it's, it's counterproductive using if. And, and the train is coming off the tracks because I want to evaluate them from a professional standpoint. And I want to be wholeheartedly evaluated from a professional standpoint. And that's not going to happen if I use words like if in a sentence, making the counter offer, I would prefer and nickel and diamond. That's exactly what I stay away from. If I want $100,000 a year, I'm not going to ask them for $99,999. I'm going to ask them for $100,000 a year. I'm not going to do a, a um, uh, an unprofessional type of statement. I'm not going to play games. I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be specific. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to demonstrate to that team that my ability to work hard will enable them to give me a salary and compensation package commensurate with the ability to work hard and be serious and be professional, be competent in our counter offers, et cetera. We want to remain neutral during the process. And when I say be neutral, we don't want to let the cat out of the bag at the conclusion of the negotiating process. We do want to give them a decision within an established time frame after the negotiation is over. Stay positive. Okay, I'll agree with that. Be positive, be professional, ensure that the dialogue that's being started is maintained and continued. And thanks to remember, use language that is win-win. Now, see, that slide's looking good. Scroll on down. We'll close this up. Have to, must have, instead use, I really had my mind 
more than you offer. Uh, what can we do about this? Once again, let's focus on the win-win. This is what I'm thinking. And these are all things that can be used to actually uh, work with the negotiating team in a more personal and professional manner. Great. Accept the offer. Accept well before the deadline. Accept, accept, accept. Always send thank you notes. That way we can maintain the communication connectivity with the individuals who we're interacting with in the negotiating process. And if additional pitfalls or difficulties arise, we have a contact list of individuals who we've already interacted with. And we can ensure that if we have any disconnects that they are promptly resolved with the team that we initially interacted with personally and professionally. Wow. Make sure we get the offer in writing so there's no ambiguities, no confusion, and that it is a professional and personal offer, but in more cases, a professional offer. Wow. Decline the offer. That's right. Decline graciously. Send a letter of declination as best we can. Explain the reasons for our consideration. And once again, it gets down to what we talked about earlier. Hey, great job, great benefits, great everything. The job's in New York. I'm in California. I can't move to New York in a month. And that's what I talked about probably on the first, second, or third slide of the original presentation. Scroll down. What else we got to talk about on this thing? Hey, Jack, that is it. That is the end of your slides. Holy smoke. I'm out of gas. I'm out of gas. I'm so totally overwhelmed. I'm so excited. Just a couple of key points to remember. Be your best. Do your best. Have your best. Test the best. That's what we're talking about here. Make sure that everything that we discuss and every iteration focuses on the bullseye and focuses on the bullseye target. Before I ask a question, like, hey, what time is lunch around here? Uh, where can I park my car? Things that don't necessarily re relate to the bullseye on the target, then we shouldn't ask them. Just write that down. Draw a target on a piece of paper, draw a target. And as we're asking questions, look at that target and make sure that the answers and the dialogue is reflecting being on point with the target. Brandy, do you have any final things to say or a wrap up? I totally had a blast. This was totally a knowledge party. Uh, thanks yes, to it you. Was. <laughs> um, I, I definitely want to say, you know, um, this is a celebration of learning and that you're going to carry with you on a long after this party ends. So I just want to reiterate that, that we, um, you know, in, in this journey, we want to make it fun. We want to make it exciting and we want to engage with everybody. Thank you so much. One of the things I will say, and then this will be a wrap. This will be a completion. I want to say this to everyone. Thank you for enrolling in the course. Thank you for inviting others. Thank you for completing this very powerful event. Provide us with comments after each lecture and section, and also feel free to provide us with an overall comprehensive evaluation of the entire presentation and all of the presentations. We value that feedback and we use that information to create additional dynamic learning knowledge party events for everyone. See you on the platform. Let's continue learning, learn with us, and also consider creating courses with us as well. We're a very happy bunch of people, and we just like to learn. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank Invite, you. Invite, excite, and engage.